Welcome to Fashion Forum, a series brought to you by the British Fashion Council aimed at creating positive change and highlighting the relationship between the creative industries, celebrating not only fashion designers, but also the broader creative community. Each episode welcomes a broad range of voices sharing personal experiences as well as discussing the biggest issues in fashion today. I'm Trey, I'm a writer, model, and I host a podcast called OTT. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be speaking to designer Alubi Thomas and stylist and founder and creative director of Boy Brother French, KK Obi, about sustainability, creating authentic publishing, and how the industry can help foster change. Welcome, Olubi and KK. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, wow, what introduction. I know, right? Um, first of all, how is everyone doing today on this glorious day? Uh um, today's okay. The weather's not great, not but you know, we, we are moved. just we're in England. Exactly. <laughs> 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 well, I've just I've just been in like really hot weather because I went for work to Madeira. So I'm I'm uh, ah yeah. Readjusting. She's booked. She's booked and busy. How did that Readjusting back to yes, what England is giving weatherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but again, we move and we love to see it. First of all, this is a fun little reunion because. I met yeah. both of you on Olubi's shoot five years ago when I was so young. And yes, so um, true. Oh my wow, God, that was so long wrong. ago. Right? I, I was I was so young. Oh God, my skin, everything was <laughs> <laughs> simpler, simpler times, simpler times. Uh, um, but I thought this would be a great kind of bringing everyone's back together because you know mm-hmm. the British Fashion Council loves you know community and I'm quite curious for you too how did you guys meet? I think it was a while ago when B was still um when I just started uh, or before that when you were still like at CSM I don't know yeah. actually I think I saw um, you around at Fashion Week during yeah, like yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. at CSM we're probably yeah. bumping into each other at all yeah, those yeah, uh, yeah, exactly but actually yeah it was when it was to <laughs> it was to Josh I think yeah properly yeah properly. yeah yeah and then officially. yeah when when he just started his brand yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i love that and here we are <laughs> um Olivia, first of all congratulations on being shortlisted for the british fashion council's vogue designer well, fund yeah congratulations <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'm curious for you how has this year been in First of all, it's been crazy, but as a young designer having to shift and present um, online. This year has been, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. Um, but to be fair, um, I was quite lucky because, um, like, I mean, I, I don't live too far away from my studio. So, like, in light of everything that was, you know, going on, like, I was able to sort of, like, assemble quite a, like, a really nice team of people that were, like, really hardworking. And to be fair, it was kind of like everyone's sanctuary because, you know, every, yeah, every, yeah. <laughs> so it was just coming here. It was, it, was quite, it was quite good just to sort of go through things um, without any sort of distraction, in a sense, because there's just nothing else to do. So it was like, right, I might as well just, you know, work and you know try and enjoy it but um i guess in terms of pivoting to i guess more sort of like visual focused um sort of presenting it you know it it, it wasn't too dissimilar to what i was doing before except of the whole um 4d or like film video angle which i hadn't really tucked into but um yeah again yeah um i just decided this this year that yeah let me let me give it a go and, and see 
and yeah it, it yeah it turned out pretty well and like we were, I was really happy but it was obviously challenging as you can imagine like when we were shooting the film in um we're trying to shoot it in Epping Forest and I'd got basically like, all the licensing everything but still like somebody complained and there was this whole thing yeah it was it was intense but um no I think it's uh, I think it's it's been good does that make sense it does i was going to say like your autumn winter film for future highland was fab like you were giving us narration you were giving us story like this was not just like some dancing with some lights it was giving a whole <laughs> mood um it was really really fab and no, i wanted you. to speak to you about um sustainability because i know that's yeah. something that is very important to you and you made a cameo in generation rewear um with Phoebe English and Liam Hodges I mean give her the IMDB page um and I would love <laughs> I'd love to talk to you about you know how you got into sustainability because I know you know textiles something that's so important to you and like you give us like fabrication and you love you know your vintage fabric so I'd love for you to talk about that and how you incorporate that into your business yeah no cheers for that um I guess uh, from the sort of very word gore like i was always interested in like i don't know like alternative ways of like doing things of accomplishing things i think like now there's a there's a sort of there's a sort of huge shift in like in terms of aesthetic um also like along with that being responsible for how you create stuff but i think i was i was always my thing was always to try and like push an aesthetic while using the process rather than just marketing the process without without an aesthetic to go with it so i think that's where you know things were, you know I, I sort of like came up trump because um i was trying to find just like new ways of like doing things like patchwork you know maybe using like different fabrics rather than buying fabric where i couldn't find it i was like why don't i just create my own you know and and also the, the whole process of like going to markets and like figuring out where things are from you know it was it was more my process is just a bit more educational i always had to know where things were from because it's like you know when you go down to the market you buy a vintage piece or some fabric like you there's a whole story and a history behind it that like it's slightly different from going to like premier vision in paris you know what I mean? it's like the fabrics there you know the company it's like you know it, it, it's different um and i guess also just trying to be like um like like playful with like ideas around um like repair and like deconstruction and also in terms of how the industry is moving now it's like well you know there's there's so much material that's already out there for people to use so the idea of trying to like buy or make new stuff is just there's so much good stuff out there that you can just sort of get your hands on and i guess just uh, i don't know re re reuse it <laughs> yeah and i'm just curious for you you know you again back to kind of the history and like your work is really rooted in recontextualizing history and you know your own heritage i know that you are from nigeria and you moved to scotland i was wondering how your upbringing has informed your design i guess for me i've I, um just the i've never come at it with a sort of um obviously studious approach i feel like um I guess my background in in like sort of Scottish upbringing and being from Lagos has helped in the idea of like 
my narrative and like concepts like all my concepts mm. like they're all, they're all constantly dealing with ideas around um liminality and um just like into like being like you know diaspora or intersectionality the, the idea of like bringing two or a mixture of cultures and i think you know in terms of identity it's like a perfect breeding ground for these things you know it's like so you know when i'm mixing like I don't know, like long sort of flowy silhouettes and cuts with like more sort of like tailored bottom, like, you know, top halves. It's like, that's all coming from, you know, drawing from those, um, um, like drawing from both sides of my uh, uh, background. Um, and also growing up in Glasgow is like, yeah, you have to, uh, you have to be, <laughs> you have to have a slight <laughs> thick skin. And also from, <laughs> I mean, no pun intended, but for me growing up there as well, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> my skin had to be thick. <laughs> because of just yeah dealing with yeah just being the being the other and i guess that's um i guess that's definitely equipped um helped me and equipped me like for the, the the fashion industry which is also which also can be slightly you know tumultuous at times and you know yeah hope that makes sense no it does and yeah i was about to say you really do need a industry sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah you do you do you do I guess it just gave me like a sort of colorful palette of things that I could draw from, you know, mm-hmm. it's like also, I mean, everyone like Nigeria right now, things are really popping off. Like, and Nigeria's like got such a rich culture and also especially in textiles and mm-hmm. the art as well. And I think for me, I felt that it was also my duty to like bring these things to the foreground and sort of let the world know that this is part of, you know, this culture as well. It's because I think for a long time, it's been like heavily dominated by the West, you know, ideas around art, textiles, production, you know, all these things. And yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let them know and do it well as you do. Um, <laughs> yeah. KK. Hello. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. So, hey, hey, Trey. <laughs> hey, hey to the Trey, Trey to the KK. Um, KK, you always make me laugh because I never realized <laughs> that you have a chemical engineering degree. I yeah. could not tell you what a chemical engineer does. Wait, who, but... Where did you buy that from? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy it. I studied for three years in Sheffield. Yeah. Okay, nice. you better let them know. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I know you have, um, you didn't have a traditional entry into the industry. Um, and, you know, as you know, a lot of the youth and the youngins listen to the BFC podcast, you might also have a different entries into the industry. I'd love for you to talk about how you came in, you know, growing up, how you became interested in fashion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, as you said, um, um, I mean, so, yeah, growing up, growing up in Nigeria, I didn't really know what, you know, you know, I mean, yes, I was interested. I was interested in clothes. I was interested in looking good. I wanted new trainers. I was obsessed with Timberland boots, like everyone else. You know, everyone else was. You know, the brand, certain brands that like come to mind. I, but I didn't really know what you know fashion. I was, you know, I didn't never knew what fashion as an industry was, or like art as an industry, or, or, or like my my parents, you know, had kind of you know had serious jobs, but also had my dad, you know, played the piano. So they had all had creative, creative endeavors, but, you know, essentially creative um, careers were never encouraged. Not that, the, you know, it wasn't something that, that was looked upon because at the time, you know, you know, Nigeria or specifically 
people that come from my tribe were more interested in things that felt that you could really contribute to the growth of the country um, at the time. And so, you know, when I, when I moved, when I was then, you know, moved, moved to England to do my A-levels and subsequently, you know, my degree, I, when I literally chose chemical engineering, I was literally going down the UCAS list and I had an A-level in math, chemistry and biology. And I was like, what do I do? I mean, you know, I was, I was always good at math, but I always did, you know, other things like acting, lots of other things. But I think, I think that that, you know, essentially, I think I just never liked writing. So I think that like when going through school, I wanted to just do the best thing that I could. I think it was until I got to university and I did, you know, after my first year that I then realized, oh, there is, you know, I started coming out to London, meeting people, talking to people. Oh, you can't, what is a stylist? Like you can't, what is that? What is a photographer? Like, as you know, obviously you've seen these images and you've seen, you've seen these things, but you just didn't know how it was made or how it was done or how any of that came together. And so that's kind of, you know, it was like, so, sort of, you know, around, around 2007, 2008, and yeah, that's when I started sort of coming, coming out to London and met lots of different people. And then I realized that maybe, you know, this could be something that I could do, but obviously I had to finish my degree first, which I did. And when I finished my degree, I wrote a few letters, handwritten letters to some magazines and some, um, and someone, you know, someone, I think just, you know, luckily someone at Tatler at the time just put me on the you know send me an email and just put me on the schedule so i was so after my i finished my degree i was coming to london to do an internship at tatler magazine for three months <laughs> that was how it all started yeah that was my first um intro into the industry that's how i mean that's so crazy like it seems like so long ago like wow you could go out wow the club wow. <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Wow, it was so long ago. I, I learned a hell of a lot in the club. I mean, I Listen. literally, I <laughs> that's I mean, where all happens. Apparently. That's where I, <laughs> I mean, but it is true. Like, I know we're laughing, but mm. I mean, again, I like cry when I think of wow, a bar. I can't, I, it, it feels like science fiction, but so much, like, so many incredible meetings have happened like out and London especially is so special I'm curious for you guys how have you guys been able to build your community in London and how has that like helped your work I mean oh, sorry I mean yeah my I mean I think my community has been very crucial because as I said to you it was being in the club meeting all these people and talking to people this is how I literally I am where I am today like I didn't know I would I didn't really see this myself until you know but if not for people guiding you teaching you educating you because you know I didn't really go to school to study fashion so I, everything I've or styling sorry everything I've learned I've learned obviously through assisting doing the work and also talking to you know people who you know who you know who like you know you know close friends close people who you know want to support you and see you grow and see you develop as a creative individual I mean I wouldn't be able to publish a magazine um if not for these people you know this, that's which is why i think i wanted to you know which is which was the kind of the core of what boy with a friend was kind of you know what you know at this core of how it started is documenting this community which supported my growth and development but you know somehow it felt like that wasn't 
you know, that wasn't celebrated in other spaces. And speaking of boy brother friends, <laughs> listen, let me say one thing. I always give credit where credit is due. I give flowers where flowers are due. I give praise where praise is due. Let's talk about it. Agreed. <laughs> boy brother friend is so fab. It is so good. And what I think, listen, again, when we talk about science fiction, even when I go through like magazines from like 2012, 2013, it really feels yeah. like war crimes sometimes. Like you'd look through the ads and it was just like, literally, wow, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't exist. Found, yeah. found. Like, hello, Jordan Dunn, <laughs> Queen, like yeah. holding it down. I remember, exactly. listen, Jordan I remember my Queen, Jordan my good Dunn, sister, the best Prada, to ever do it. The Prada moment. That, listen, that moment. <laughs> I still remember how big of a deal it was to see uh, yeah. my Queen, my good sister, Jordan Dunn, finally get her British vote covered. Now she has two. Thank you, Edward and NFL. But it really, it has taken us a long time to get to where we are today and even and even though we see change even though we see you know more colorful ads realistically there is so so much work to do editorially and what i really love about boy brother friend is first of all you give us fab mm -hmm. you give us fashion and even down to polls like it's very easy to just put people of color in mm -hmm. you know what i mean all yeah, white looks yeah, and yeah, not yeah, actually yeah. pull from designers from the community and really giving it to us and also criticism and criticizing yourself and you really mm. do that so i always give praise to mm. the magazine because you're really doing what needs to be done and thank you I, of course I said what I said. <laughs> um and i'm curious for you you know as a publisher what you know how do you approach this how do you take this on because you really do from giving writers opportunities it really is very well executed and i think for people who are trying to really bring real inclusive and really progressive change how is that that you do that um i, it, I don't really it's it you know I, it's hard to, i mean you know it's it's organic it's organic mm -hmm. I, I you know I, I like to work in a very organic way obviously you know my you know it's a team which is you know for things for the five of us so you know so it's like you know it's a collective effort i think you know it's you know because you know, that's the thing it's like we really have to give space you know we want to give space to you know as me as men as much as many individuals as we can obviously every issue has a theme and every issue has a geographical sort of like location because you know i just feel like diaspora conversation is a global conversation if if we wanted to you know do a one you know every issue it being something like a global you know conversation it, it would just get so hard to like you know sort of like pin you know pin that down so it's like that's kind of why we have these sort of like spots as places to kind of just really like you know um you know underpin and like you know able to sort of have certain obviously we asked do we still we, we are still you know we had we had stories from we shot in paris new york canada london but you know it was important lagos being you know i think really a, you know a space right now that's going through quite an intense quite a this is going through like a, a very sort of seismic shift in terms of mm -hmm. in terms of um people's uh, people's you know how they think how they view themselves you know creativity you know mm -hmm. and obviously people have been saying this for all this time lagos is this lagos is that but i think now i think people are just really the young yeah, and kids especially just realizing that like you know we just have to, you know no one's going to do this for us we yeah, have to do it for yeah. ourselves um and that's yeah. really you know yeah, was, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Which is what, you know, was quite, even though, I mean, this is, which is why it was an important for us to like really kind of like, you know, go there, spend time there, work, you know, with, you know, um, creatives are there, you know, all the covers were shot by Nigerians and one South African. So, you know, it was really important for us to work in that way. I didn't go, I didn't take any fashion with me. I worked with the only designers who were based there, you know. So yeah, it was really, uh, uh, you know, a new way of working. And then, you know, f- you know, for me and the team and, you know, just so we're, just, we're learning, we're, you know, we want, to, we want to develop, want to grow, you know. So it's really just like organic, as I said, yeah. just trying to, you know, work in a way where we, we try and tell the best story when we can. I think that's so important. And the honesty as well. And I think you can yeah. tell, like, it's rooted in intention. And I think it definitely shows in mm. the final product. Um, you know, I want to open this up to both of you. You know, I know you guys have, you guys are doing your own thing right now, but you guys both did come through the ranks and in this industry. Um, yeah. I'm curious for you, you know, what were the gaps that you saw that you thought needed to change? And I know that people in the industry listen to this podcast. What are the things that people in power think that they can do to help? From from a a, a, des, a designer point of view, um, I feel that like from I think that the, from from the education to the actual industry, there's like this sort of like crazy ass bridge where people just fall through and like it's hard to get across there. You know, it's like <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy, and I feel like there needs to be like there's right now there's sort of like two main sort of bodies that help to support and facilitate you know people coming out of university going into the fashion industry into the fashion world and i feel like for a, for a, a city specifically like london where it's so multicultural it's so rich with like ideas and talent and stuff like that like having two spaces might not i don't know might not really might might not be enough i feel like I don't know, the industry needs to really, for the first time, I think it really needs to open up a little bit more and realise that, like, talent, like, the talent pool doesn't just belong to, like, two spaces. Like, there's so much talent out there. And I feel like people in the industry need to sort of, like, go out and search a bit more and look rather than just sort of, like, going to the, the most obvious places and having everything sort of handed to you almost, like, portfolios is like sort of going to seek out like you know like interesting schools interesting students um and also like i don't know just a bit more diversity in the way it supports um brands and companies rather than sort of looking at how many um instagram followers you've got or your conversion or looking at you know how many awards you've won is i think it's it's a bit more accurate it's a so, I don't know, I think it's a bit more progressive to just look at businesses that are like, you know, they actually need help. You know, if, if that makes, you know, it's like, you know, like helping businesses that need help rather than sort of um, partnering with brands and partnering with other businesses that are already okay already, you know? Yeah. So, um, like, like really going out of your way to do the work, like yeah, really yeah. looking, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you know, if if like a if a if all a brand needs is sort of like a, a leg up to take them into that sort of stratosphere, that's great. But actually, what like like brands need like mentoring and nurturing from quite early stage. It's like the early like, it's like the early stage that is the most difficult, and it's like that's when things either solidify and you become established, 
or you disappear. So it's like in that stage, I feel like it's where people really need help. Not like late, like like further on when things are kind of like popping, then you want to collaborate with, you know, the company. It's kind of like, no, you want to go to the company that's like, you know, damsel in distress, so to say. I think just like, I guess, diversify, yeah. Yeah. Diversify. <laughs> okay, okay, what about you? I think give space is really crucial like these these leaders need to give space to younger less established or just i mean also you know talented young yeah. voices you know who are who are who are doing you know who are trying to make a statement with their work you know there's just no point in giving the same covers to the same people and this you know it's like now like you know yeah. yes we're we're in this we're in this time of you know of high you know heightened sensitivity, but actually, let me take myself out of it and give this platform to someone else that actually will be able to then you know impact and like you know and then expand on that. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite um that's really what I want to see more of. Really, I mean you know I think that a lot a lot of people are doing some really good things, but that's more you know more we don't want to um. I think I'd like to see. No, I do. It is very easy to use the same people and just revolve around, but like to actually go out of your way and keep bringing different people in. Like, I think that is also more interesting. I will also say, you know, in this time where everyone is very excited to, you know, put young people in like positions of like historically white institutions, also for every first one person of color that you put at the bottom, start to put one at the top because you also need to create healthy environments for those people to succeed. Because if you're just throwing people in like goldfish in a shark tank, like there's no fostering and there's no, because it's like, it's it's also a power thing. Like you need to make sure there is a balance. Yeah, yeah, the balance, yeah. 100%. And for the youth that are out there listening, um, who are trying to get into the industry, what advice would you have for them? Um, My advice for them, I guess I'd sort of come vaguely back with the sort of community and collaborations thing is, is for me, that's basically it. It's like, if you like, you know, try your best to just like, you know, have good intent and work really, really hard wherever you go, because like, like you leave an impression, like, like if you, if you're, if you're doing well, wherever you are, if you're not just there for clout, then if you're there to actually make a difference and to like, you know, put the work in, people remember you, you know, it's just, and, and, and that's just what it is and try and do as many different collaborations and work with as many different types of people as possible because it will enrich your environment ultimately and it will enrich your community. And that's like, as KK said, like we're part of it. It's like, as in like other people within the, within the industry helping each other out is like, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's what it needs because I think there's also a slight tendency for ego and slight tendency for these sort of demigods to be built. Whereas it's actually about like, you know, the grassroots that people behind like all the inner workings of how all these places operate and how the industry operates. It's like, that's, I think those things are key. Just like, you know, don't, don't, don't burn, don't burn your bridges. <laughs> it's like, yeah, mend them or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Keep them alive. And that's on Lisa Left. Keep I'm no kidding. Um, 
keep building. <laughs> yeah. What about you, KK? I think um, follow your dreams and work hard, as we said. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really what I think. Um, yeah. You know, they, you know, just like, you know, put in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And be kind, man. Be nice to people, you know, like just, yeah. It's like there's only there's only enough room for enough, you know, amount of shade. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that like is it. true. People don't people do not forget how you make them feel. So kindness is you know, kindness is being kind is free, you know, being kind and being cute yeah, are free. Like I'm so, gonna like, yeah, that's the person I'm gonna hire is the person like was hardworking, I got on with and was respectful, spoke well, and you know, just yeah, be try and be all those things that you sort of admire, mm-hmm. um, you know, and don't be afraid. That's the one thing, like trust, like, you know, we're all out here and, you know, this isn't some like, um, you know, <laughs> that type of podcast, but it's just one of those things as in, you know, do not be afraid, be fearful, step into stuff that, you know, step into the unknown because that's where you're going to learn stuff and that's where it's going to be difficult. Like if you want things to be super easy and just like, you know, everything to fall into place, like good luck, because that's not how this industry is. It's like, it's, yeah, it's not for the faint-hearted, so... Yeah. What can people look forward to from the both of you? I think we're just looking for. I'm looking forward to like a good summer, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. growth, growth, yeah. growing the big, growing the business. We're working, you know, on distribution. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I'll say is that there might be possibly some merch is dropping okay. soon. <laughs> All right, whoa, whoa. <laughs> big time. Okay, okay, my turn, my turn, my turn. <laughs> I'm going to be launching um uh, a cultural fashion hub in the center of um london comic garden um it's gonna uh, be called 419 le marais <laughs> so that's gonna be hopefully either end of june or july and it's also my fifth year anniversary, so I'm going out with a bang. Oh so Amazing. Saying, yeah. That's fab. Yeah. That's it's going to be a heavy. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's actually kind of funny. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, it's, it sounds weird, but I was just, yeah, I was, I was quite inspired by, um, this sounds terrible, but I was quite inspired by Kanye West. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm doing a straight up. I'm doing a straight up church service. I'm doing a straight up church service. For me, it's more about music, black culture, and also where a lot of stuff, I kind of feel like a lot of stuff has started, but it's kind of low-key, no one wants to talk about it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I was definitely in the choir, you know, busting some tunes and like, you know, praising the Lord at some point, but um, also for my family as well, I, I want to just say thanks to them and all the people who have helped me out, um, but yeah. That's so beautiful. Watch the space. Oh, the space. <laughs> That's going to be so exciting. I, I heard about this, by the way, B. Thank you guys so much. I can't wait to Thank see you. all of the beautiful, wonderful things you guys continue to give us. This and also, year. when are you coming? When are you coming to the UK? Yeah, we'll squatting. Girl. <laughs> wait, that's that, that, that's a conversation. That's a conversation for off the Zoom. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call yeah. you. But it's, but it's soon. Okay, fab. Fashion Forum is a co-production between the British Fashion Council and In Talks With Productions. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with your friends. If you'd like to find out more and join the conversation on social media, then head to londonfashionweek.co.uk or at London Fashion Week.